Broad Street Bully Podcast. Talking Flyers hockey. Streets back, all right. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's episode 339 of the Broad Street Bully Podcast. We are back again to bring you more Backstreet Boys news. We took off for the last month to follow them off on the rest of their East Coast leg of their North American worldwide tour before they head over to Spain. That's actually true. You can check the tour dates. Drew Papsky along with Jeff and Doyle. And, uh, yeah, Broad Street's back. All right. And, Jeff, I have one question for you. Am I sexual? Yes. Probably okay. one of my most sexual friends. All right, good. So now we've figured that out. It took a very out. long time for you to answer that. <laughs> well, I was, <laughs> was thinking about it. You saw his eyes move back and, and forth. I, he was thinking like Andrew McDonald I, with the puck and the blue line. The blood rushed, the, the blood rushed down, down south, if you know what I'm saying, from 12 to 6. <laughs> Uh, 6 to 12. Oh, the blood meaning like we rushed down south to catch them on their latest uh, tour dates down south. You know, it was the same show every time. But it was still good. Um, we've been off for a <laughs> month, so. <laughs> it's yeah. been a- we've been following the Backstreet Boys. Um, in that time period, uh, I haven't thought about the Flyers much. I found my life's been um, more at peace, more calm. Watched the Phillies try to make their run for a wild card spot. I uh, went to a couple other concerts besides Backstreet Boys. I... Um, I uh, Miss Lippy's car is green. I don't know. Just it's been. Do you eat your own dandruff? I, I do eat my own dandruff. I uh, don't wipe properly. I. Uh... Ugh. So yeah. I pop my I pimple using a compass. <laughs> Classic. I think the dandruff's worse than wiping. It's Bennett Brower, baby. People are like, "What's he doing? Is that a bit from SNL from the '90s?" Yes, it is. Very good guess. How'd you know? <laughs> um. On the Chris Farley best of. Yes. Uh. So. We have a couple things to talk about, I guess. Uh, John Tortorella went on Sirius XM. He was super serious, uh, but not much XM, just a lot of a lot of serious talk. And we also got uh, some Flyers promotional news coming out for all the games you're not going to go to. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, shit, I think I saw a couple other things they might have did. I had a bunch of emails saved up, but I didn't really look at them too much because... Uh, we have a great season home opener in store on television. Oh, yes, that's what I want to talk about, yeah. Um so, oh, well, since then, the Flyers signed two RFAs, uh, Wade Allison and uh, Lennis Hugberg. That didn't that happened after they, we were done, I think. Wade's signed, World, uh, party time. Excellent. They oh, also oh. signed Hayden. Hayden Christensen? Anakin Skywalker? Yes. Okay. Yes, Hayden Hodgson, formerly. you mean? Yeah, they signed him, too. Hayden Hodgson. Hodgson, yeah. Very underwhelming. You get the email, and you're like, oh, wow, I guess they liked him enough to bring him back, huh? Yeah, yeah. I guess the twenty-eight-year-old well, prospect is still a prospect. <laughs> it's like uh, what was the other guy's? What was the guy Jerry? Yeah, Jerry. Jerry Mayhew. Yeah. Jerry Mayhew, the uh, the rookie. Yeah, the twenty-nine-year-old rookie. And then Mayhew went to the, the Ducks, and it's like they struck gold. So now Chuck Fletcher's just like, well, that could happen here. Let's just sign a whole bunch of bottom of the barrel, almost thirty uh, rookies, and hope for the best. Why well, Nick Obkubel won a Stanley Cup? Don't forget. So. Let's just sign a bunch of bottom-of-the-barrel RFAs, none of the UFAs that actually want to come and play here, like players who want to come back to their hometown and play for their hometown team. No, we don't need to look at those, but Hayden Hodgson, let's give him a contract. One well, year, two years, let's do it. 
Yeah. So, not really much on the signing front, obviously. We knew we had some RFAs, but nothing really that will impact the Flyers' opening night roster unless Wade Allison is good to go and actually can crack the lineup, uh, competing with uh, Zach McEwen and Nick DeLaurier for that coveted fourth-line spot. Or maybe Wade Allison will fit in the third line. I don't know. Farabee being out does improve Allison's chances, you would think. Possibly. Farabee not being ready for a while. Um, also, I think Nick Delorier is making that big money, so he's going to, you know, his roster spots. Yeah, Nick Delorier is getting paid more than Phil Kessel. Well, <laughs> we didn't want to talk about more that. I, sa- I said the last month was happy and good, Doyle. We don't have to bring that up, the doom and gloom already. We're only a few <laughs> minutes in. Um, so, yeah, yeah we're ha- where that came from. We're happy to be back here, I guess. While I still have your attention, you turn it off. I want to make sure you guys know that if you are out in the Pennsylvania area, boy, do I got news for you. On uh, Thursday, uh, Thursday, September 15th, I'll be performing comedy for free with a bunch of great comics and a great lineup at Animated Brewing out in Coatesville, Pennsylvania. For all you people out there in uh, West Cowan Township, want to go give me a, a listen, go give me a follow. That's going to be uh, September 15th around, uh, was it, 6.30 or 7 p.m.? I'll double check. Check on my Instagram, Matt Drupavsky. But uh, free show, Artillery, I'm sorry, Animated Brewing. brewing. And then finally. Artillery Brewing. That's what it's called, Artillery Brewing. No, animated. Sorry, you fucked me up. You Damn it. Your jokes. <laughs> You're messing me up. And then finally. I like how Drew, we've already lost the listeners, so Drew's trying to slam his plugs in Exactly. Now. I'm doing it now because we're not going to be on to the end. <laughs> Tuesday, September 27th, I will be back to my old college stomping grounds in Westchester. Uh, not the university, though. I'll be at Artillery Brewing. That's going to be a uh, great lineup there. We got um, some great comics I know on the lineup as well. That one's not free, but it's a different brewing. It's going to be great. Uh, that's going to be the uh 27th it's a tuesday night and then the next day after that i get my old uh get my old labrum surgery done so uh, make you're sure getting your balls shaved my, down. my bobby brink so i won't be able to drink at that show so um just come wish me well and if i die uh, i die but yeah there's two dates that's you know once again go to my uh, instagram at drew papsky or you know whatever twitter check it out support me if you're out in that area if you live out in westchester and listen to the show and you don't come see me what the hell are you doing really i mean like i've been giving you free content for how long now <laughs> Please, do something with your life. It's a school night. It's fine. Anyway, now you guys are done listening. Thank you so much. Let's talk about the Flyers. Um, uh, hold on. Uh, f- uh, promo code bully on uh, Philly Goat Co. Oh, yes. Let's, get, let's just get that one in, too, while we're at it. Because yeah. if everyone's going to leave, we might as well just plug everything we can. Yeah. Like shameless Including our mouth with guns. Um, <laughs> so make sure you guys go to phillygoat.com. Uh, make sure you use the promo code bully for 10% off your entire order. At checkout, that's how you know you get some good stuff. It helps support the podcast to keep us running when we feel like it. And everything else, it should be good. Happy September, people. The Eagles are starting uh, this weekend, and we are happy to be back for this uh, nice early September episode. And the Flyers' regular season is about a month away. And as Doyle mentioned earlier, um, the Flyers will be opening their season um, against the Devils, correct? Correct. But uh, yeah. we knew that with the, the roster. Or with, I'm sorry, the schedule was released this summer. But what we didn't know was they'd be opening it up not on Comcast Sportsnet, not on ESPN, not on NBC. It's going to be on uh, Hulu Plus and uh, ESPN Plus. So if you want to make sure you can watch this team and see how they hold up after John Tortorella beats the living piss out of them at camp, make sure you steal it and pirate it, or you subscribe. We'll do the free trial for that night. So good thing to bring the NHL viewership down because the Flyers definitely are going to be hounding for views on these games. I was going to say, they must have figured that nobody would be watching the Flyers. <laughs> the Flyers home opener so that yes. they Someone took else. it off of TV anyway. It's like, Not, yeah, nobody's going to be watching this game anyway, so we'll just put it behind paywall. It's like the Girls Going Wild commercials. Too hot for TV. It's too shit for TV. <laughs> 
it is pretty wild that they couldn't even get on like the regular broadcast. Your regular uh, Sportsnet Philly that has just got put behind ESPN Plus. It's like the NHL isn't even trying. Well, you know all those Devils fans that'll watch. Yeah, there's that. The audience for that game is going to be <laughs> like three people. Yeah, and I think two of them will be the dads of the player. That's uh, the emergency backup goalie. <laughs> no, it'll be the four people that accidentally yes, clicked on that when they were trying to hit a UFC fight. <laughs> what the hell was this hockey stuff? This is a loser. <laughs> Whereas my my college friend said so politically correctly in uh in uh college when he I want to watch the Flyers instead of UFC funny I was like why are you watching hockey that's gay and I was like that's not politically correct that's offensive and that was ten yeah, years ago were, ahead of the curve you were people so ahead of your time I know so speaking of which if you want to know what college it was that was Westchester University I'll be in town <laughs> on uh, Tuesday September twenty seventh uh, plenty hut. plenty of tickets still available plenty. <laughs> Plenty of tickets. Yeah, please Ronnie, just buy, buckets. buy the tickets. Nobody's buying them. <laughs> it's like, I think we're going to have a lower attendance. The Flyers home opener or uh, my show? <laughs> that includes Aramark employees. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, so, yeah. Uh, moving forward, though, uh, there are some there is some news, I guess, to talk about. Um, so, John Tortorella did go on SiriusXM, and also there's a bunch of articles about his quote in there. Um, Should we just play the audio of it? Or, uh, I guess I guess we could. I gotta pull it up. I, I lost it. Do I have it right here? Did I not lose it? We need to hire just a producer. Read it. I got uh, it. Read it. Read oh, I'm really angry, and I uh, just, uh <laughs> for a deck. I won a cup once, so I'm actually gonna. This is a minute long clip. I'm just gonna play it. it. Includes the question as well. Yeah, we're hurting for content here, people. So uh, <laughs> we're hurting we for content. To, we need to buy every minute we can. get. <laughs> I haven't been here in a month hurting for content. You guys stink. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. If you haven't heard this quote that came out a week ago, yeah. get ready. You're welcome. Here's our take. No, it came out like two days ago. <laughs> Not when the episode gets released. It's going to be like a week. Nah, it'll be like three more days. Yeah, we yeah. just put this right on a Friday night. We're, we're in all a business shite. day week. This is one a of those business day week. This is the typical BSB podcast Friday night big dick energy we're bringing tonight, boys. Yeah. This is what they love. <laughs> no one's thinking that, but I'm just putting it out there and hopefully it sticks. <laughs> We're but we're behind. We're behind on every yeah, news because that's nobody about knows to be we're released. recording on a Friday night until you just told them. Well, now I did, so that way if we miss something happens Saturday or Sunday, they don't think we're idiots. Well, they'll think we're idiots, yeah, but they don't think we're those gonna, kind of idiots. They're gonna fire torts on Sunday. The Queen and is really dead, like Jeff. Comments. Have some, <laughs> have some. Goof. Riley Cote's the new coach. <laughs> the only thing better than Queen Elizabeth II is the Flyers' chances to make the playoffs this season. All right, here we go. John Tortorella addressing this question. Decade, he had a little stopover in Florida. Now he's in Ottawa. What are your thoughts on the evolution of the room post-leader like that? And uh, is it important in your mind at any point that the Flyers name a new captain? Obviously, talking about Claude Drew, quick editorializing there. Back to the, uh, his response. Uh, let's go with the latter question. I, I am in no right to name a captain. Um, so that's that. And as far as the room, um, I have major concerns about the room as far as I've spent the the summer going back and forth. I live in New York. I've been going back and forth to Philly trying to relocate there, but spent some time in the office talking to players, talking to personnel, uh, talking to Chuck, all, all the front office. And I have major concerns about uh, what goes on in there. And um, before we even step on the ice, uh, situations and standards and accountability in the room uh, is is forefront, and uh, you can't get squat down on the ice until you get your room straightened out. And I think we have a little bit of work to do there. There you have it. 
He's very concerned, has major concerns, quote, about the room. They haven't even practiced yet. Yeah. So um, what are your first initial impressions on these comments? Because a lot of people are running with it as in, like, I don't know, they're, they're going all out with this. What do you guys think? I think the Flyers should hire an outside consultant to figure out what's wrong with the locker room since it's worked for everything else they've done. <laughs> well, I don't know if that's going to work, Jeffrey. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, Doyle, what are your thoughts on the, hearing this from Twitterella? Is this uh, we are in deep doo-doo, or is that what he's going to make uh, the players do until they have it in their pants after skating every day at training camp? It sounds like he's going to beat the crap out of them, which they need. Well, I'll read to you another quote from um, the illustrious Elliot Friedman. Ah, Elliot. i got to find it now, though. All right. Well, while you're doing that, I'll just talk about how I think um, in general. But I do agree that it will be a, uh, I don't know, I, I kind of like that he said it. Thank you. Um, because well, yeah, I mean... It's not like a secret, right? Yeah. I feel this like team not a is a point. shit show, all right? Fucking fix yeah. it. I don't care what it takes, whose feelings get hurt, somebody gets jettisoned out to Siberia. Just fucking get it done. This team. I am interested, though. He said that um, he's not in a rush to name a captain, and then when they talked about the room, he said it was splintered. But I wonder if he's talking about post-Giroux being traded, locker room being splintered, or what he's heard from everybody is that the locker room was splintered because then that speaks a lot to Drew as the captain. And I know everybody was like, he's a bad captain. You should trade him. But like, what if he was a bad captain and he just like, didn't hold anybody accountable ever? I don't know. I know like during the, uh, his early tenure years as captain, as captain, excuse me, he had Simmons with him and Voracek and Simmons was kind of like the bad cop kind of deal. Allegedly. And Drew was like the good cop lead by example kind of guy. But, um, I also know that, like, the Flyers were out of the playoffs, like, last January. And based on Cam Atkinson's quote from Locker Room Cleanout Day saying how, like, the room felt splintered and, like, some guys weren't pulling their weight, I don't think Drew was one of those. Maybe he wasn't calling them out that time period. I don't know. But um, this is the Flyers' slow starts and not being up for 1 p.m. games and, like, the resilience factor. They've had resilience. They haven't had it recently. But these slow starts and all this other shit, this has been a problem for a long time, going back before Giroux was captain. Now, they rectified it and righted the ship back in 2010 when they got on that cup run, uh, when they had Chris Pronger there and Kimo Timonen, right? Ian LaPerriere, Blair Betts, you had some veterans there, also helping out uh, young leadership with Mike Richards and all that stuff, right? Danny Briere. Then the Flyers roster hasn't been that good ever since. Um, not that that's an excuse, but I don't know. I feel like the Flyers had a lot of comeback and resilience in the years we did this show. This is our eighth season starting the show for the first half. With uh, Vigneault, they had a great season, and then the pandemic happened. In the bubble, they gave us a little bit of hope, and they haven't been the same since. I don't know if that's Drew's fault, but at this point, uh, it's no use arguing about it because I don't. I think it's been up and it's not just the captain. Like the whole management has been disarray. We talked about how many years of his prime was wasted. We've talked about how there hasn't been pieces, and this. I think that that starts with not just the team but the organization. This is the same organization that put Kate Smith in a bag. No, I'm just kidding. But still, I don't know, man. I, I think that sunk her to the bottom of the ocean. Made her a reef. There's so much. There's so much more to it than just like just the, the roster. I think just the way the organization has been run, and maybe uh, angry Chris Tarian has been right about things. I don't know. 
somewhat. Well, and Chuck Fletcher really backed himself into a corner by going all out and saying, like, this is going to be an aggressive retool, and we're going to, like Dave Scott saying, we're going to spend money. And then they had the chance to spend money this summer, and they sat on their thumbs. They spent all their money on Nick DeLaurier. Yeah, but, I mean, just even before that, though, I feel like this, I mean, the biggest free agent signing before that was Kevin Hayes. Before that, it was JBR. I mean, and also, like, the big trades. They, like, let all these players sit until they were past their prime and then traded them. I mean, they had their chance this summer to really overhaul the roster, and then Chuck Fletcher did absolutely nothing except make the team worse. They could have just sold, yeah. Do you have the Elliott Friedman quote? Mm-hmm. So, um, he said, uh, I heard those players were warned that you better show up ready for training camp this year. It's not going to be one of those situations where you're going to be allowed to tiptoe into camp I heard from one of the players the other day that they were basically warned that if you're not ready to go, you're going to be left behind, and we'll have no hesitation leaving people behind. Good. Yeah, so. That's how you whip a new. Except, uh, except when it's hard to move money, and then we won't be able to make a trade to get rid of your contract. Although every other team is trading uh, starters on terrible contracts for future considerations. Yeah. Fucking flyers. Chuck Fletcher, you asshole. Jeff, you've had a whole month to calm down about this. What's the matter? Yeah, and now that we're bringing it up again, I'm mad. <laughs> Did, you didn't go to therapy in that time, Jeff? I sent you the number of my therapist. I was telling you to go. It's like all those excuses that we parroted for all the hex all years. Like, oh, the salary cap's tough, making trades are tough. And then this, like, Pandy started, and we're like, flat cap's tough. And then other teams are like, you want Matt Murray? We'll take a bag of pucks and some tennis balls. Not even hockey-related. Whatever. Who cares? Yeah. I just think this Meanwhile, JBR is like, I, I'm learning how to skate more better. And then Chuck Fletcher is like, well, look at that. He's trying. We should probably keep him. Well, he's only got one year left, dude. Maybe he'll, we'll send him out the trade deadline and get something for him. He'll help you out a playoff. Sit him all season and then fire him into the sun. Well, they should sit him all season so he doesn't get hurt and then trade him. I mean, I don't know. Like, what do you want them to do? Fire him into the sun. Okay. Well, what about the daughter? <laughs> get it? <laughs> Stupid. Okay, he does have a daughter, but I. Uh, uh, you should just put her in the rocket too. If I heard in this, Jesus song. Christ, Jeffrey. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time this comes well, out, we, the Flyers will be. I don't want to leave a child fatherless. That's just tasteless. Oh my God! This is why we're getting off the air. <laughs> oh wait, we're not on the air. Um, after two, about two weeks from the time this comes out, not even the Flyers will start their preseason against uh, Boston, and you'll see how it goes. Yay. So training camp is uh, what only what by the time this comes out, about a week away. Not even. Yeah, I think it's. Uh, yes, um, I think it's the twenty something that starts. Yeah, so like, so right about a lot of flyers are back though. Yeah, they're already working out. So, you know who's not included in that list of flyers who have returned? Claude Giroux, Ryan Ellis. Oh yeah, well no shit, we didn't get to that yet. (laughs) Um, so no one's surprised. Not even Ryan Ellis, and the Flyers will have some preseason games before their October thirteenth home opener and season opener against the Devils. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be back into hockey season. And, honestly, I think this is the most least excited I've ever been, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. I think this is the most apathetic I've been about the start of a hockey season in, uh, I don't know, possibly my entire adult life, quite possibly since I was a little kid when I didn't really know when it started. I just knew it started around the time I got a little cold. Uh, I don't really remember, honestly. I just know yeah, that I don't. I, I'm not looking forward to it, man. I hate to yeah, say that. Given you, they've given us nothing to be excited about. What's well, not true, Doyle? They do have some great theme nights coming up. This uh... who the hell is <laughs> their their backup? Troy Grosnick. Tony. Uh, he's played. He's a 
proven NHL backup who's played, I think, what, two three, games? Three games overall. Well, the Never. good three. He's played less games than Felix Antrim, but somehow's a backup. You're telling me Brian Elliott's doing nothing? He's going to stay in is he stay, is he staying in Tampa? Like, what's going on? So the Flyers have giveaways, and they also have dec- uh, decades nights because they ran out of ideas, I guess. They're doing all throwback uh, yeah. nights. They're going to need a promo every home game to get people to show up. Well, honestly, I mean, the Sean Couturier bobblehead March 28th might be worth going to. Um, besides that, though, I don't or special decade specific print. It's going to be like about a lot of alumni going to get involved. That we yeah, I just want to go to that one, which is like the '90s throwback one. I think so it's we, like the so we could see Eric Lindros and John LeClair, yeah, exactly, and Eric Desjardins maybe. Yeah, um, go back to '70s night. Is Bob Clark talking about how he banged everything at Kaminsky <laughs> after a game? Uh, uh, Rexies, Rexies. <laughs> no, Rick Tockett. Uh, Kaminsky's. Kaminsky's where I bang everything after the game. All right, that's, that's, <laughs> that's be honest. Um, but uh. So I don't know, man. It's just I'll, I'll be honest. These I don't think I'll be going to many games unless like I find my future wife and need to like somehow impress her by taking her to a Flyers game. I wouldn't impress her. Actually, I take that back. If I find a two a two dollar whore who I need to not impress, <laughs> I'll take her to a Flyers game. If I want to impress her, I'll take her to a Sixers game or uh, I don't know. Now I'll take her to a Philadelphia Soul game if I want to impress her instead of a Flyers game. Oh, there you go. The wings are also there too. The wing, yeah. Cheaper. Why would I take her to a Flyers game? It's going to be depressing just like yeah. uh the sex we're going to have that night. So why would I worry about so, taking them to a a Flyers game? Well, like I saw that the home or the season opener is going to be on ESPN Plus and I was like, "Oh, that's a bummer. I wonder what I'm going to do that night." And there wasn't like a, "Oh, I should subscribe to ESPN Plus again or I should figure out somewhere to watch it." Or back when like, we were oh. uh younger and we would go to home openers <laughs> a lot and there used to be a thing. Remember that? Yeah, and then, like, you know, I was just like, yeah, well, that, that sucks. That, I guess I'll catch the next one. That's the game. That's the day after my birthday. I've gone to so many home openers, always like on my birthday. It used to be like my thing. That was like my thing for a long time. And then obviously something's getting away, but I'd still be open to that, you know, given if I was actually excited about the team. And I'll be honest. You don't want it. It's, you don't want to see fourth line center. No. Hutchinson. It's the second week of September, and I'm already like, I'm sorry. I, I wish I had more things to say. This used, to, I used, to, this used to be the positive one. I used to be the optimistic guy here. I just really they lost me. So I also saw a lot of people on on Twitter pointing out that like Twitterell is talking about this splintered locker room that's fractured, and they need to build it back together. And then Chuck Fletcher went ahead and injected Tony D'Angelo, uh, known uh, locker room fracturer who literally got kicked off the Rangers because he got socked in the face by one of his teammates. One time. He apologized. One time is enough. You build 10,000 bridges. Nobody remembers you as a bridge builder, but you fuck a one what? goat. A b- bitches? A Shut bitch? Up, a bitch builder? <laughs> hey, fucking, you're, 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 a, you're a bitch. <laughs> I'm drinking these, these Bud Light retro seltzers, and they are fantastic. Oh, yeah, those are good. The tie-dyes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even drink yet today because I'm sober. Oh. Loser. Yeah, you're right. I'm, a I'm sorry. If you have a problem, then it's totally okay. Speaking of which, we got sobriety night. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Wasn't that a promo? It is a promo. They didn't advertise it, and Chris Terrian was mad about it. Oh, why would they advertise it? It's gonna. They want. They gotta sell beers. <laughs> they gotta sell beers. They gotta sell snake dogs at the game to keep the people open. Yeah. <laughs> Aaron Mark's like, can you not? <laughs> Please, we have to pay our employees. We're still at, <laughs> operating in a deficit. We need to charge $13 for a $4 beer or whatever it costs. Yeah, didn't they add some other, like, uh, uh, hoity-toity thing somewhere? Like an all- I feel like they added new restaurants, yes. I yeah. don't remember what they were. but um, The $500 jar of ice cream. That's not even a real jar. It's just small and yeah, tiny. Yeah, it has chips of gold yeah. in it. Yeah, stupid. 
Um, but it's fine, guys. Uh, the Flyers are moving in the right direction, and I don't, I don't, I can't say are that they? with confidence. No, I'm just trying to set, find something to say because I feel this bad being this negative. However, I just can't, I can't believe they went on like they hired an outside whatever company, third party company, to interview coaches, and the best that they settled on was guy who's coached in the NHL a ton of times before. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, Why I, the, what the fuck do you need a third party to tell you John Tortorella is a good coach? His track record speaks for itself. They were just trying something new to like be a corporation. That's well, what they, they do. They should try something new to make the roster better, like signing a free agent who wants to play here named Johnny Gaudreau. Yeah. So let's hit the over under at December seventh uh, for when we quit the podcast. <laughs> what are you guys taking the over or the under? Just like another American disaster, this Flyers season is going to go down in infamy. Yes. Um, shock on the Arizona, put me at the bottom. I don't care. Just let me drown. <laughs> Did you see uh, the one thing that they tried to do that was actually kind of clever? But they saw the team. <laughs> yeah, they had uh, Kevin Weeks was like doing like his breaking news thing. Yeah, like, he, he broke yeah. the uh, he broke the schedule. Yeah, the video the of like the promotion. Yeah, and people were just like shitting all over it, and people like have a problem with like. Why are they even tweeting these things? Like nobody's gonna go to the games anyway. It's just like, it's just like. Well, they still have to try to get people to go to the games somehow. Yeah, somebody stacked up a bunch of Hootsuite posts and forgot to spread out the dates. <laughs> oh my god! I just found the best Twitter account. Is it not Drew Flyer fan? No, this guy responded. Maybe that's what I should do this year. That'll bring him back. Although I think, uh, <laughs> I think, I think, uh, not true Flyer fan I, revenge tour. Imagination will become reality, though. I actually <laughs> believe the things I'm saying, so I won't even feel like a bit anymore. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I still love the profile picture on that account. Yeah, it's just me with a hat. <laughs> I mean, some guy with a hat. <laughs> yeah, some guy with a hat. You can't really see his face. Yeah. Um. Someone responded to the. The Flyers promo schedule. One is Bill Meltzer Snowflake Night, and his profile says, "I once hurt Bill Meltzer's feelings by calling him a propaganda master." People do this; they call him the propaganda machine for the Flyers, and he's had to like defend himself multiple times. Yeah, I feel like him and I mean, <laughs> Bill hasn't broke yet. Uh, Charlie really broke towards the end of last season. Like he reached a, a point where he was just like, "Everybody needs to shut up and leave me alone." Well, Bill did with his articles and his post game stuff. So he was just very just like boom, boom, boom. This is it. Flyers mustered only three shots in the power play. Done. <laughs> like that's all he would say. Like just like I was like I feel for him. It's this guy is just this piece of like Twitter garbage. He wants to set up a stand outside the Wells Fargo Center to give out the Flyers conspiracy swag. They want to make a Flyers <laughs> conspiracy theory show. Like cool, dude. Go go right ahead, please. Now what? Why don't we'll sell you our brand. We'll make a little money. We'll cut the deal. <laughs> we'll franchise you. I would you love out. to. I would love to hear a conspiracy theory show. What conspiracy theories will we come up with? Well, the, well we, that's what we've done most of the time, but mostly, um, I don't know about how it's just uh, like our it's just the, like our unsolved mysteries things. Yeah, but yeah, also basically. they're doing just, like just the, flesh that out into a full. Podcast. Yeah, but ours are stupid. But they actually believe this stuff. <laughs> they think like the Flyers are using Bill Meltzer as propaganda to sell tickets because they know they're just trying to make money, and the evil the evil Bilderberg Group owns uh owns the Flyers, and uh the globalist <laughs> elitists are really uh, in bed with China. You mean and, Klaus Schwab? Klaus Schwab. What's that? The World Economic Forum. Ah, yeah. The, gene, the, <laughs> the, the Flyers the, want us to eat bugs. Yeah. They're turning the frogs gay. And uh, Bill Meltzer does run the Alumni Association, which means he has an inside track. And you can't spell alumni without Illuminati. Well, you can, but it sounds kind of yeah. similar. So He just has Bob Clark calling him and be like, remember when the team was good? 
write articles about how they suck now, Bill. Yeah. That'll yes, burn. Bob. Give them wine and games. <laughs> it's like, and somehow Taryn Hatcher being an attractive woman is somehow a conspiracy because they use her to like to get all the dumb idiots just look at her and not worry about how bad the flyers are. But it's just like in 1984. They give us beer. They give us an attractive woman to sell us a product. They give us gritty to keep us, uh, cons- uh, whatchamacallit, occupied. It's all, it's all that stuff added up. It's the victory cigarettes. The hour cigarettes. of hate is the game. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what it is. <laughs> hour and a half of eight hates. It's all, it's all adding I up, mean, see? Doyle, Doyle's on board. He knows what I'm talking about. If you're talking about uh, arena announcers, I noticed this season that uh, Andrea Helfrich wasn't even at most of the home games. Like, she just kind of gave up going, and she was, like, doing other stuff. So maybe, like, uh, everybody close to the team is just being replaced by pod people. Maybe they are actually robots. <laughs> It's the time. Oh, the was Flyers mean? front office is robots or lizard people. We're taking callers. It's Eight five six three four seven. Puck. What do you think? It's more likely lizard people or robots? What if we did that? I think that Chuck Fletcher is definitely a lizard because he's cold and unfeeling. Yes, yeah, so I've, I've seen his. Front ever sees his eyes like change colors during press conferences? I've seen him. Yeah, and then Paul Holmgren is like big, and uh, just like he he moves slow because he's just like skin stretched over a robot's body. You don't like Chuck Fletcher's toupee hair, Doyle? No, the way it's just like (laughs) flapping. You think he avoids the wind? It's obviously fake. He avoids. You think he avoids the wind tunnel when he's walking out out from the? And then he looks uh, like David Spade and Tommy Boy. Hey, hey, don't. (laughs) (laughs) And then Danny Bear is definitely a Hobbit. So, yeah, or yeah, he could be a Hobbit. Did you watch New Lord of the Rings show yet? No. I watched uh, the first episode. Amazon, I'm going to watch the second one and see how I feel about it before I decide. Amazon kept really jamming it down my throat every time I opened the app. So I Who's Amazon and yet. what does he do? <laughs> yes, I met him at a, a truck stop bathroom on the turnpike. Uh, Amazon's a tall lady that, mm, never mind. Let's uh, move, it, move it forward before I start tenting. Change the die-die. Uh, so we made it a full half hour. This is going to be a rough season, boys. Jesus Christ, it's only been a half hour. That's what I'm saying. Jesus, I should have. Should have had like five hundred more gins. I had I haven't had any. So um yeah, I'm excited for the Eagles. Um Yeah, that sounds cool. Yeah, it it does actually. It it really, it really does, Jeff. The, the Sixers got some exciting stuff going on. The Union are at the top of the league. Like uh really the only disappointing part in Philly sports right now is the Flyers. And the smell and the odor of the city, but that's okay. That's we're we're getting there. You know? Yeah, you know. So let's just become a union podcast a, already. We're already a Backstreet Boys podcast. Why is Robin Williams trending? We could become a soccer slash boy bands podcast. I think we could do it. Uh, We could do soccer in the beginning, then we hit halftime, then we talk about the Backstreet Boys. Well, well, if you just want to go with Philly Sports 4 for 4, make sure you check out the Edge of Philly Sports Network. They have plenty of shows on there. Um, they actually have exciting things to talk about. We are the Flyers show on the network, um, and obviously there isn't much Flyers stuff to talk about, so... Who the hell cares? And uh, I think that's pretty much it, right? I think we got it. Anything else happened that I missed in the last month that was like actually important? I think that was pretty much it, right? Yeah, no, that's probably they got right. They hired a vice president for, of athlete performance and wellness. I mean, that, is that even worth talking oh, about? Oh, yeah. Instead of firing the medical staff, they just hired a new VP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Instead of firing all the doctors who are responsible for fixing injuries, they're like, you know what we can do to make this better? Hire some guy in a suit to say the doctors are doing a bad job and then fire the doctors. Yeah. So uh, all it's is well. engineering at this point. It's a- 
So uh, next week we will pro- we'll be back and we'll have a little bit more about what the training camp roster is going to look like and talk about some of the things you can expect. We'll see if anything will be open. I'm sure some people that we're friends with will be there attending. I'm sure I will not be. And um, we'll get ready for that exhibition versus the Boston Bruins. It should be aired on NBC Sports Plus, and we should be able to watch it if we so please and see how it turns out. I don't know. Preseason hockey kind of stinks, and uh, the roster battles are like, oh, who will it be, Nick Delorier or Zach McEwen on the opening night <laughs> roster? Will Wade Allison stay healthy and make it? Or Noah Cates. Will Bobby Brink be able to do anything? Will Ryan Ellis ever play for the Flyers ever again? All these questions and more will be answered. This season on uh, this edition of the Broad Street Boy podcast for the 2022 to 2023 season. They'll be answered right now. No, no, no. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next May. (laughs) Uh, uh, The real question is, who's flying to Spain with me to see the Backstreet Boys in two weeks? Let's go, boys. Let's go to Madrid. Let's go to Madrid. Barcelona. When's the running of the Bulls? That's going to be uh, how they should figure out who's going to make the team. It's Tortorella's opening uh, warm-up for the uh, opening day of training camp. Like, who's going to be yeah, able to do that? Tortorella just – he figures out the weak ones, and then he lets everybody else shoot him with paintballs. Just balls on ice skates chasing after them. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Couturier's like, I'm coming back from injury. Jesus. Cajun Hodgson walks out of the locker room. They're like, you're it. And then everybody just starts shooting paintballs at him. He's like, why are you doing this to me? That would be a good team-building activity. Uh, and then Kevin Hayes just yells, nerd. I'd probably... Ra- pulls out his barstool towel. I'd rather watch that than watch this team, probably. So, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're onto something there. We'll pitch it to the networks. We'll get back on it. Uh, but, guys, I want to thank you guys for listening. You guys have anything else? No, uh, Drew's performing at the Artillery Brewery uh, right. in Westchester. Yeah, Drew's, Tuesday, Drew's September 27th. going to bomb at Artillery Brewing. So... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, I fucking... Fucking atom bomb. I was at an awful open mic last night. Oh, yeah, I forgot good. about this. So, yeah, he's how, still sweating from it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the bombing part. Yeah. I want to talk about how this. did you go from <laughs> bombing at comedy to then go to see Wu-Tang? Like, who was at Wu-Tang with you? I got friends in high places, Mother Frenchie. Um, I feel like Wu-Tang doesn't sell out. Did it? Did it sell out? Uh, it was Wu-Tang and Nas and uh, Buster Rhymes. It was pretty packed, but not as packed. Oh, dude, as that's it. a killer bill. Yeah, except it was a hip-hop concert, and it sounded weird on the lawn, and they did medleys, and I feel like some of them were just collecting the money they didn't really put on a show. As, oh, my, as, my, one, as my one musician friend said, man, they just collected a bag. And I was like, I felt like they were just collecting the bag. Hmm. So I feel uh, like Busta Rhymes at this point has got to be super old. Yeah, and like he was okay, but I feel like he played for like 27 minutes, and that was like it. Um, but once again, though, it was just a hip-hop concert. It was weird. The sound mix is bad. But, yeah, I went to an open mic that I wanted, and I turned down going to the show. I'm like, no, nah, I got to get, I gotta work on this one bit. I want to make sure it's ready for next week, and I've been very busy with other things. Uh, so I was like, I'm going to go and be a good working comic and work out the things I need to work on. That way I put on a good show and earn my money, right? What did I do? I went on stage, and I'm like the sixth comic <laughs> up. And by that point, I'm like, everyone's kind of eating their balls because it's just all comics in the crowd. No one's paying attention. There's like no audience. It's quiet. It's thin. I was on stage, and uh, one of the bits I was working on, which usually was pretty well, no one ever, no, just everyone looked at me, and I and I got like one or two chuckles, and I, I start, I went on a tirade. I yelled things I shouldn't have yelled. I said, "You <laughs> motherfuckers that deserve more than you got, Jesus Christ, you guys suck. I hate my day job. I'm going to be the one that brings a gun in instead of shooting myself. I'll shoot all of you, then I'll shoot myself." And then I went <laughs> off on a bunch of things, and I got really angry. 
well, and I lost you it. You could have Michael Richards did so. Well, yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. No. Well, actually, it's funny because uh, the comment before me said like he does an impression of Michael Richards, but only of his one night at the Hollywood Improv, and he like <laughs> joked about it. And I went on stage and I was like, the biggest laugh I got was like, funny. Uh, Jim said that, uh, you know, because my dad loves doing that impression too, um, <laughs> which is funny. Uh, but uh, yeah, like actually, Jim Kelly said that he'll be on the show at Artillery Brewing in Westchester, Westchester, Tuesday, December twenty seventh, and also Thursday, September. 15th i'll be at animated brewing in coatesville you can come see me i won't bomb I won't be an open mic it'll be great and if i do bomb you could say you saw me bomb and shit on the podcast and give us bad ratings so we quit it's fine there's a lot of positives here people no don't don't encourage Stu man to leave another review oh Stu man Stu man's probably dead or on hospice hopefully maybe he got covid <laughs> and died um, Jesus. he probably listens just to hear if we still complain about it yeah good Stu-man. you're famous to a podcast with listeners in the threes so it's fine um, but podcast it took a month off at random. But yeah, <laughs> randomly I texted the one group and I was like, "Yo, I, yeah, whatever, dude." Everyone used to take off in the summer all the time. We were the original Flyers podcast to do it all year round. I don't want to hear anyone else say they did it before us. Um, yeah, we're more cultivated now and sophisticated. We don't need summer series to get us through. Yeah, we don't need to say things I'll probably regret later on microphone. Um, like I did last <laughs> night, and I texted the group. I was like, "Yo, I should have went to the mic with you. I went to the show with you guys. This mic stinks." I'm just sitting there, and everyone else is like sucking dick after me. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm walking out, and like, I'll send an email saying, "So and so, I sent you a mobile ticket on Ticketmaster for a lawn seat at Camden." I was like, "Oh shit." So I drove down there. The uh, parking situation was a shit show. It was like 8.38 p.m. by the time I got there. And I'm trying to find parking. It's all packed up. They're making us go down the boondocks on the side, like, area where all the factories and, like, waterfront is in Camden. There's nowhere to park. That's not safe. They make you go all the way down to make a U-turn so you can make a right into this other lot. They wouldn't make you make lefts there. And it's for $30. I didn't see it until I was walking back. I parked a mile away, left my truck outside an old factory next to some Jeep I found. I was like, please be here when I come back. I hustled and walked a mile to the venue. Got in, pissed, grabbed a beer, and met up with the guys on the lawn during uh, Nas's set and caught the end of it and then saw Wu-Tang and then busted and then Nas came back out at one point with Wu-Tang for a little bit. And then it was okay. It was fun. Um, got to see my friends. And then uh, I walked back and I put in almost 17,000 steps yesterday Look between all that. All that bustling walking. and bustling. I literally was like, I was wearing jeans and a hat and a fish shirt. I was going on stage. I was not ready to go to a concert and walk a mile back and forth from my truck to the actual venue. You, that's just to get, that's just to, get to the venue. That doesn't count walking in the venue to find them on the lawn. You weren't ready to go to a Nas Wu-Tang Busta Rhymes concert in a fish. Well, I got, I got, a couple, I got some props <laughs> on my shirt. I don't, I don't know if I was the only guy there, white guy there in a fish shirt, but I was definitely the only white guy there and not the same black and yellow Wu-Tang shirt. Oh, my God. There were so many ugly, like, Gloucester City looking white trash motherfuckers <laughs> with their Wu-Tang Clan shirts on and their fat, chubby, beer-bellied, beer-bellied girlfriends and wives smoking Marlboro <laughs> menthols. Uh, Wu-Tang forever. It's quite a picture. Yeah, well, I just painted. That's what I saw last night. I was like, wow, so it's a, kind of a funky crowd here tonight. You got, like, people who say the M-word because they're black and they're allowed to and people who definitely say it because they're white and they're not allowed to, you know? And also just, like, good people... <laughs> Everywhere, you know, it was fine. It was just very interesting. I was like, that guy, it's, I don't know, it was just a very weird crowd. But it was fun. And that's all I have to say about that. So, right. at Drew Papsky on Instagram or Twitter, check my dates. Go see me, because I'm getting, I'm getting my labrum surgery afterwards, and I won't be around as much. Um, Your big balls are getting shaved. My ball Drew's joints. Gonna be, Drew's going to be doing the podcast from a hospital bed. Yeah, I, that's going to be the bit this year. <laughs> like, look, I'm like the flyer season. I'm on hospice. <laughs> God willing. <laughs> Get a call an ambulance, but not for me. 
You know how pissed I'd be if I died and like my legacy with people can like people can go back and listen to my voice is on this, this podcast just listen to like, oh yeah, one of the last things he said was he joked he might die during surgery. I'm about to have an anxiety attack thinking about that. Why am I putting that out there? Jesus Christ, Drew. All well, right, think guys. about it. Your whole li- like my legacy would be like voice cracks and shitty jokes. That's it. That's all I got. Well, honestly, Jeff, considering how awful you are, it's not that bad, considering what we could remember you for. So. <laughs> it could be worse. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, we did it. We put the time in. We're back. We'll see you next week until we decide to quit again. So, uh, we'll, yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. We'll, we'll quit be... after game three. It's like, Jesus Christ. We're not in our again. contract. Leave us alone. Until Ryan Ellis comes back. We're on hiatus until Ryan Ellis comes yeah. back. So, we'll see you in the afterlife, fuckers. Um, but guys, We've retired. thank you for listening. Don't forget phillygo.com promo code bully. Get your Phillies of power. Get ready for the wild card run. It's coming. It's coming now. I get some bird stuff. Go, go, go Eagles. Go Phils. We'll catch you next week. This has been the Broad Street Bully Podcast with your hosts Drew Papsky, Jeff, and Doyle. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Check out BroadStreetBully.net for the latest episodes and daily content about the Philadelphia Flyers. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at the BSB Podcast. Yeah, da, 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 da.